Hello and welcome to the Offseason Outlook Podcast, Episode 2. I'm your host, Colton Cooper. Last week, we kind of did some quick hits on a bunch of different stuff, focused a little bit more on the draft, um, as well as some free agency. Draft still hasn't happened yet, obviously. It's going to be uh, here in the next few weeks, so I figured this week we'll keep kind of diving into the free agency portion a little bit, but with a little bit of twist on it. I um, I want to kind of, since a lot of free agency moves have been made, I mean, there's still some to be made and some stuff is not official, but I want to kind of go over um, my expectations for um, the team standings for next year um, based on what moves people have been making. I'm going to kind of, for some of these, I'm going to make some assumptions about the draft. Like, obviously, we know some of the first few picks are going to be quarterbacks, so I'm going to kind of assume their record based on what quarterback I think they're going to pick, or just the fact that they're going to have a rookie quarterback um, at such a high level in the draft. But I want to go over the standings, and then I want to go over kind of my playoff expectations based on the standings, which, you know, is kind of a dangerous game. Obviously, like, you're going to pick these playoffs based on these fake standings, so it could be completely different. But I'm still kind of just picking based on who I think my uh, favorites to win the Super Bowl are. So, um, with that, let's go ahead and get started. So, let's just go through these in order um, of the divisions. We'll start with the AFC. In the North, I believe that the Bengals are going to win that division, but is going to be close. This division is kind of going to be stacked, um, as a lot of the AFC is. You're going to see... The AFC is loaded this year. It is going to be a very interesting playoffs, very interesting to see who ends up where um, versus the NFC. is kind of weak this year, and I kind of think there's only a few teams that actually have a chance of making it out of the playoffs. But in the AFC North, I think the Bengals are going to win the division. I think they're going to go about 12-5, but I do think they're going to tie with the Ravens at 12-5. Now, you may be thinking, Ravens, like Lamar might be leaving. There might be incomplete disarray. Well, yesterday, in big free agency news, they just signed Odell Beckham Jr. Um, and actually, on their Twitter, posted a picture of him FaceTiming with Lamar Jackson. Now, that obviously doesn't mean that everything is just water under the bridge. They still have to figure a lot of stuff out. But I think it's a pretty good sign that they might have found a way to keep Lamar here in Baltimore. I don't know why I said here. I'm in Norman. But they're going to try to keep him in Baltimore. I think that's a pretty good selling piece on keeping him there. So I do think he stays, um, honestly. It doesn't seem like a lot of teams are interested in him because he's going to need such a huge contract and he's an uh, injury liability. So I think he ends up staying with the Ravens. I do think they are going to be decent this year. Now, I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan. I think he's a little bit overrated. But he is a high-level starting quarterback, and they have a good team around him. They didn't even have him for half the season last year, and they were still in the playoffs. Um, so... They still have a really good team around him. So I think they're going to be the two teams at the top at 12-5. and five. I do think the Bengals edge them out a little bit. They get an extra win over them or something to make them the actual true uh, division winner. But it is going to be close. I do think then that the Browns are going to be right below them. They really weren't that bad with just Jacoby Brissett last season. They have a really good team around them. And you get Deshaun Watson back. Obviously, I hate Deshaun Watson. Terrible person. Don't think he should be in the league. But... He is still a high-level quarterback. I do think he has some rust to throw off of him because he hasn't been playing very much recently. He didn't look great in his starts last season with the Browns. But I do think he's going to get that rust off over summer training camp. Once he gets into a full season, I think he will be back 
to somewhat of his original level. So I do think they will be a good team. He doesn't have to be great for them to win. Like I just said with Jacoby Brissett, they were winning. So I think they're going to go 10-7, and seven, be the third team. Um, but we'll see if that gets them to the playoffs with how uh, contentious this playoff race is going to be in the AFC. And then I think finally to end that division, um, the Steelers. I think it's going to be Mike Tomlin's first non-winning season, which I kind of say that every year since Ben Roethlisberger has left, and he always finds a way to still have a winning season. But I do think this season he is finally going to go 7-10. and 10. They have a decent roster, but it's still Kenny Pickett's second year. Um, I think he can be good, um, and he's a great culture fit, but I still just don't think it's their time yet. They're in a really tough division. They have a pretty tough schedule. So I do think they are going to go 7-10. and 10. Um, not a terrible season, but, um, not making the playoffs for sure. Let's move on to the AFC South. We just came from the North, which was a really good division. Now we go to the South, which is a pretty awful division. Um, I think that the only team that has any semblance of actually being a playoff threat or anything and actually having a chance of winning the division is the Jaguars. I think they're going to go 10 and 7. They're going to do just, you know, kind of mediocre, just kind of be lucky that they're in a bad division, get some extra wins. Um, and so I think they go to 10 and 7. They win a really easy division. Not much to be proud of, but hey, you make it to the playoffs. Another good year under Trevor Lawrence helps him build up um, the future for his career. I think after them, it'll be the Titans. And really, this is kind of a guessing game. I put them at 7 and 10, honestly, just because they have Derrick Henry. And that's pretty much it. Like, they have some decent pieces elsewhere, but they really don't know what they're doing at quarterback. I don't think either of their guys are the answer, Tannehill or Willis. Um, I just don't think they're the right person for the job. But I do think just being a bad division, they'll just be kind of the luckiest of the bad. After that, I was really torn between where I should put the Colts and the Texans. I do think the Texans are going to be better this year than they were last year just because they're going to get a rookie quarterback who I think is going to be good, but it is still a new head coach. It's going to be a rookie quarterback, a lot of new pieces on that team. They lost Brandon Cooks. Um, so I think the Texans are going to be at the bottom. They're going to be fourth, four and 13. And then I think the Colts are going to be five and 12 right above them. But honestly, the Colts could be way worse because they don't have a quarterback right now either. They're really not in the position to pick one unless they trade up. Um, I think they're going to kind of get, just whoever's left at quarterback, um, unless they can go make a big free agency signing, which I also don't see happening. Even with a decent quarterback and Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz the past few years, they haven't been great. Um, Jonathan Taylor didn't look very good last season. So I think that it really is a crapshoot between the Colts and the Texans of who's going to be worse. I just think the Colts are going to be a little bit better just because they have a little bit better roster um, to put around whatever quarterback they have. So... Pretty bad division here. Um, Jags are going to probably take the cake on this one pretty easy. On to the AFC East. A lot of changes here, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers joining the Jets. However, I don't think the Jets win their division. I think the Bills are still the favorites to win that division, as they should be. I have the Bills going 12-5. and The Jets going 11-6. and I do think this race is going to be close. Jets could come out on top. But I think the Bills have a little bit more experience, especially in this division. Jets, I think they will be good because Aaron Rodgers is good, but it is still going to be, you know, a new setting. We saw how that went with Russell Wilson last year. It didn't work great. Um, we're going to have to see if Aaron Rodgers really meshes with his coaching staff. And 
if he can perform with these players and not get upset that they're not good enough and be a little baby, like he always is. But, nonetheless, I do think they'll be good. Um, 11-6, I think they will make the playoffs um, and be right there in that race for the AFC East, but they are going to fall short and the Bills are going to still reign supreme. And then I have a tie at the bottom. I think the Dolphins and the Patriots are both going to go 9-8. and eight. Um, Technically, I think Dolphins are going to win that tiebreaker. Um, not that it will really matter. But the Dolphins have a really good team, and they did get a little bit better backup quarterback. That's why I don't have them going as bad. But we just don't know about Tua, if he's even going to play this year with how many concussions he had, and if he can stay healthy if he does play. I think there's just too many big question marks there. Um it's a shame because they have a really great roster that they've been building. And Tua is an amazing quarterback. It's just, can he stay healthy? And the Patriots, I'm still just unsure on Mac Jones. I think he's okay. Um, I think he might do a little bit better with a little bit different coaching staff that they put together this year. But I still just think they're not there yet. Um, they're in a really tough division this year. If Aaron Rodgers hadn't have gone to the Jets, I think they easily could have been in that race with the Bills for winning, but I just think it's going to be too tough for them to actually compete in this division. On to the AFC West. I believe this is the pretty obvious choice here, but the Chiefs are going to win this division. Now, there is a chance they have a Super Bowl hangover or something goes wrong, but every year you try to pick against the Chiefs, it doesn't work out for you. They're going to be good. They're probably going to win the division. Really, the only competitors they have this season are the Broncos and the Chargers, but I just don't see them. I kind of see them hurting each other um, in that race against the Chiefs, and the Chiefs are end up going to end up coming out on top. But I do think the Broncos are right below them at eleven and six, um, with the Chargers following them, also tied at eleven and six. But I think Broncos win the tiebreaker there. Broncos are going to be better this year. I know it looked bad last year. Russell Wilson looked bad last year, but they have an actual NFL head coach this year in Sean Payton who knows how to win. And yes, there's going to be some adjustments he has to make, some getting used to. There's always the chance of everything going wrong. But I trust Sean Payton to put together a good team with a quarterback that's really similar to Drew Brees in a lot of ways. And I think they'll put it together and end up being that second team in the West. Chargers, they look good every year, but they just are always so riddled with injuries. You never know if they're actually going to be good or not. I think they do finally put together a decent season this year and go 11-6. and six. But is it going to be enough for the playoffs? I'm not sure. We'll just have to see. I think that they deserve a good playoff run. They might also lose Austin Eckler still, so that could bring them down a little bit too. But they do have a really good roster around Justin Herbert. This is going to be kind of a prove-it year for him. Is he going to be taken seriously, or is he going to kind of be another Phillip Rivers? Um, and then last in the West, I think the Raiders are going to go 8-9. and nine. They did get Jimmy G, who is a decent quarterback. He can win you games, but I don't think he's your future. He does have injury problems, and you couldn't win last year with the team you put around Derek Carr, even with it being good. You traded Darren Waller. I don't think Jimmy G is necessarily an upgrade over Derek Carr. If anything, they're pretty neck and neck. And I think it's going to kind of be the same as last year. Maybe a little bit better, just kind of getting over those growing pains of last year. I think they're going to go 8-9. and nine, And it's a decent season compared to last season, but it's not where they want to be. They have a lot of work to do to get where they want to be. Moving on to the NFC. Um, let's start with the North. 
because this one has had a lot of shakeups with Aaron Rodgers leaving. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the Packers do. I personally think the Lions are going to win this division. And, you know, you never know with the Lions. They can always put out a dud because they're the Lions, and that's just how they are. But I think they're going to have a good season. They looked the best towards the end of the season out of most teams. Probably should have made the playoffs. May have made some noise in the playoffs more than the Seahawks did. I think they're going to go 11-6. and six. I think they're going to have a pretty good season. Um, they've really been aggressive in free agency. They lost Jamal Williams, which sucks because um, he was a really solid running back and a big part of the culture of your team. But you replace him with David Montgomery, who's not bad. Um, Jared Goff still has some juice. Um, he's not going to be a top 10 quarterback again, but he can win you games. Um, and you put a good enough roster around him, he can be um, good enough to get you where you need to go. And the fact that they're in a pretty bad division this year, um, I think really is going to help boost them. So I think their record is really maybe going to be a little bit better than what they actually are because it's going to be inflated by the bad division. But I do think that they win the division ultimately and they make the playoffs um, finally after a long time. After them, I think it's going to be the Vikings, but I don't think the Vikings are going to be very good this year. I think they are kind of also just going to be lucky that they're in a bad division. They All the games that they won last year, pretty much all of them, were one-score games. They got extremely lucky to have the record they had last year, and they did not look good for a lot of the year. And I think that's going to come back to bite them this year. A lot of teams that have a lot of wins from one-score games in one season end up not being that great the next season if they don't change very much. And the Vikings have not changed very much. In fact, they've lost some guys. They lost Adam Thielen, um, and they lost a few of their defensive pieces. I still think they do decent. They go 9-8, and eight, but I don't think it's good enough to make the playoffs. Um, and I think they need to seriously question in the next offseason what their move at quarterback is. Kirk Cousins is decent, but he's not going to be decent for much longer. He's going to start declining, and I think they seriously need to consider their draft options or free agency options next offseason. After them, I have the Bears going 7-10. and 10. Bears did not look good last season, but they have made some pretty big trades going after DJ Moore um, and some others. Um, and Justin Fields is kind of still a question mark. He looked good in flashes last season. I trust that he is going to be decent this year. Um, and with a few additional pieces, he's going to be able to bring this team to a new level. But that level is not the playoffs. So I think they go 7-10, and 10, better than last year. Um, and building on uh, what they have to move forward towards being greater in the next few seasons. Packers, I do think, are at the bottom of this division. Um, not that they're necessarily that bad. It's just it's going to be a, a completely new team without Aaron Rodgers. You're going to have to see if Jordan Love is really what he's supposed to be. Um, and if they couldn't really do a lot with Aaron Rodgers last season, I don't think they're going to be amazing with Jordan Love this year, even if he is playing at a high level. I think they go 6-11. and 11. They have a decent season for what the circumstances are. I think they they just get through it, try to push through the season, get to the offseason, make some big moves, really start building what this team is going to be for Jordan Love in the next few years, or if they even decide if they even are going to stick with Jordan Love. Let's move on to the NFC South. Um, this one's a pretty bad division as well. Um, this one could really be taken by anybody. 
Right now, I think the Saints have the best chance at being good because they had not a terrible season last season, but they went and got Derek Carr. They still have a lot of pieces on their offense, and I think putting him on that team obviously doesn't make you like a Super Bowl contender or anything, but it makes it to where you probably have the best shot to win this division just because all the other teams are in complete disarray besides the Panthers. Um, and so I think the Saints go 10-7. and seven. They win the division, kind of get lucky, again, that they're in a bad division. Um, but they have a pretty good season. I think they can actually make some noise in the playoffs, um, especially just with how wide open the NFC is this year. Um, after them, I think the Panthers are going to go 9-8. and eight. Um, Now, I mentioned in the last episode I am a Panthers fan. Um, but you can see with a 9-8 and eight record, I'm not really being very biased, I don't think. They're going to have a rookie quarterback. I think they are going to be better than last season. Um but it is still going to be a rookie quarterback season, new head coach season. There's going to be a lot of growing pains, but I do think they have a bright future, and I think that's a good record to build off of. Um, and they're going to be in the race for that final wild card spot in the playoffs. We'll see if they end up making it. Um, but I think they're going to have a decent season, a lot better than last year. Um, and I think it's something that the fans will be happy about. After them, it's kind of a crapshoot again between the Bucks and the Falcons. I really don't know who's going to be better. Um, right now, I take, I'm taking the Buccaneers just because they have some better pieces on their roster um, that are still here from the whole Tom Brady era. Um, they have an okay quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Um, I still think Baker can be good. Um, I don't necessarily think this coaching staff is the right fit for him, but it is a decent roster, and I think he can use those pieces to be decent and keep this team alive for part of the season, but I think it is going to fall off um, and they're going to be six and 11. And then after them, I think it's going to be the Falcons at four and 13. The only way they have a chance of being good is if they somehow go after Lamar Jackson, um, which like I said, I don't think is happening or if Desmond Ritter just plays out of his mind. Also don't think that's happening. They don't have a lot of great pieces um, and they're just, they kind of don't have really, an aim or a goal right now. Like they kind of are just wandering around the league waiting for something to happen. And if they don't get it together quick, it's only going to keep getting worse. I think they go four and 13. Now let's move on to the East. Now, as I was just mentioning with the Panthers about bias, a lot of people are probably going to think I'm biased for this one. But as I mentioned, the NFC is wide open and there are not a lot of good teams, not a lot of good quarterbacks in this league or in this uh, conference. So I really do think that the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. Um, there is the tradition over like the past 10 years that there hasn't been a repeat division winner for the NFC East. Um, so that helps too um, in me not picking the Eagles to win. Um, and I think when you look at it, in the NFC, the Cowboys should be the best team when you look at their roster. They have, they're one of the only teams that have an actual starting quarterback outside of the Eagles and the 49ers, even though they kind of have their own QB controversy going on. Um, there's the Rams, but they're injury-ridden, and I don't think that they're going to be much healthier this season. So really, the Cowboys should be good, but they're the Cowboys, so you never know what they're actually going to do. But I think they're going to go 12-5. and five. Um, I think they're honestly going to be the best team in the NFC, um, but that's really not saying much um, this year. But I think that they should be able to at least capitalize off of a bad NFC year and make some noise um, in the postseason. After them, I do have the Eagles and the Giants, both tied at 10-7. and 7. I think the Eagles are still going to be good, um, and they might make some noise in the playoffs, but 
they are going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Um, they lost a lot of pieces in free agency, kept some decent ones, um, but now it's time to see if Jalen Hurts can do it without a bunch of all-stars around him. Um, this is re- a lot of people thought last year was his prove a year. This is really going to be his prove a year to see if he can actually carry a team versus letting the team carry him. Not that he was bad last year by any means, but he definitely had a lot of help from the team around him. So I think Eagles and Giants are going to be in a close race for the wild card spots. Tie at ten and seven. Eagles win that tiebreaker and are the second team in the division. Giants looked pretty good last year. They're kind of in the same boat as the Vikings, though, where a lot of their wins were kind of close and iffy. So, um, but I do think they kind of just get the advantage of being um, in the NFC East. They're going to have a lot of good competition. I think that's going to prepare them for um, a lot of big games, and I do think they end up uh, making the playoffs at 10-7. and seven. And then the Commanders finish out that division. I really don't think they're going to have a terrible season. I think they're going to go 7-10. and 10. Um, I don't think Sam Howell is terrible, but this is going to be his first season really leading things. They still have a lot of injury problems on that team. There's a lot of question marks everywhere. Is Ron Rivera even going to make it through the season? Um, but I think they go 7-10. and 10, Don't have a terrible season. Something to build off of, but definitely not making any noise uh, in the postseason or anything. And as is the trend with the NFC this year, we go to the NFC West, another pretty bad division. Um, it, it's kind of... It's kind of a toss-up with this division, really. I think the Seahawks are going to win it at 10-7. and um, They're going to kind of get lucky a little bit. Um, but they do have a good team. They made some decent moves. I think Geno Smith is going to have another good year. Um, and they may even go draft a rookie quarterback, too, and start developing him. So we may see some of that this season, too. But I think the Seahawks get lucky. They win that division 10-7. and And the reason I say that they get lucky is I think the 49ers, who are right, going to be right behind them at 9-8, and I think that the the fact that they have two quarterbacks right now in Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, both who are hurt and have had injury problems, I think Brock Purdy's the guy, but I don't know if he's ready to go at the start of the season if Trey Lance is even ready to go at the beginning of the season. So I think they're going to have to deal with their quarterback issue um, to start the season, but I do think they get healthy and one of those guys is good to go for the offseason. They might make a little bit of noise in the offseason. So I think they go 9-8. and eight. I think they um, have a chance to take that last wild card spot. And if they do, they'll be healthy and they will be able to make some noise in the postseason. After them, I have the Rams at 8-9. and nine. I think they do a little bit better this season because they won't have as many injuries. Matthew Stafford will be back. But they're still just not going to be prepared to have an actual good season yet this year. They have lost some pieces as well. Um, and they really haven't been making a lot of moves um, as far as I've seen this offseason. So I think they just have kind of a mediocre season. Um, maybe it's a good building block for the next season and they can finally get back in action in 2024. But for this season, I just don't see it. I think they'll be 8-9. and nine. And the Cardinals, they might be really bad. They might have the first overall pick this uh, next draft season because I think they're going to go 2-15. and 15. Kyler's not going to be ready to start the season, most likely. They have a new coaching staff, and I really don't know if I like their head coach. Um, I think he was kind of carried by a good Eagles team, too, um, being one of their coordinators. And I just don't think they're going to be very competitive this year. They're probably going to lose DeAndre Hopkins, um, and I really just don't see them making any noise this season. I think they're going to be pretty bad. 
So there's my analysis of the standings, where I kind of think teams are going to be record-wise this year. Um, let's move into the playoffs themselves based on these standings. Um, in the AFC, we have the Chiefs as the one seed, the Bengals as the two seed, Bills as the, th the three seed, Jaguars as the four, Ravens as the five, Jets at the six, and Broncos at the seven. I think that the Chiefs are the, I mean, obviously based on my standings, they're the clear number one seed um, and should be Super Bowl favorites. Um, but I think the Bengals are going to be a really good competition for them there at the two seed. Um, I think the Bengals and Bills were tied in my standings. Um, yes, they were. And I gave the Bengals the edge there just because I think they are going to be a little bit better this season. I think they do win the tiebreaker. Um, so let's get into the matchups based on these. It would be the Broncos at the 7 seed versus the Bengals at the 2 seed. I think the Broncos will give a good game, but it's just it's their first season. They're doing a little bit better this season, but they still are going to be a first-round exit against the Bengals, who I think are really good. Um, Jets versus Bills, that's going to be a very interesting matchup, especially since they're going to be so uh, in such a tight race to win that division as it is. Um, but I think the Bills are going to come out on top. It's Aaron Rodgers' first season. I think they're going to be good, but I do think they're just not going to be enough for the playoffs yet. Um, and the Bills are going to win that game. Then we have the Ravens versus the Jaguars. Um, Jaguars are going to be decent this year, but I think the Ravens are going to be better. Um, Ravens kind of get lucky to have that four-seed matchup um, with the worst division winner. So I think the Ravens do come out on top there, even though the Jaguars are going to give them a fight. Then we move on to the Ravens versus the Chiefs, if that's how it goes. Um, I think the Ravens honestly would win that game. I think the Chiefs, they don't have a Super Bowl hangover, but I do think they just fall short in the playoffs. I think they finally don't make the conference championship for once. Um, there's been a lot of hype over all Mahomes' records this season. I don't think he has a full drop-off, but I don't think he lives up to the expectation that he has every year this year. Um, so I do think the Ravens are going to win that. And then the Bills versus the Bengals, rematch of last year. Um, I think the Bengals come out on top. The Bills still, I just can't trust them. I thought they were going to win it all last year, and they kind of fell short. Um, obviously, there was a lot of drama at the end of the season with DeMar Hamlin, so maybe that affected them more. But I do think the Bengals still come out on top, which gives us a, divi a heated division matchup in the conference finals between the Ravens and the Bengals. It's going to be a good game, but I think the Ravens kind of got lucky to get where they are. Obviously, beating the Chiefs is no small achievement, but I think it's going to be a little fluky, um, and they're not really going to be prepared for the Bengals in the conference championship, and they might get a little embarrassed, honestly, by the Bengals, which will send the Bengals to the Super Bowl um, like they went two years ago. Let's move on to the NFC. We have the Cowboys as the one seed. Um, basically, just like I said earlier, they are just lucky to be in a bad conference this year. And I think it'll either be them or the Eagles um, at the one seed. Whoever ends up winning that division is probably going to be the one seed this year just by default of there not being a lot of good teams in that conference this year. Have the Lions at the two seed, Seahawks at the three, Saints at the four, Eagles at the five, Giants at the six. And there was actually a three-way tie for the final seed in the NFC between the Vikings, the Panthers, and the 49ers, 
I gave it to the 49ers. I do think, like I said, that they'll be healthy at the end of the season. They'll do just enough to get in the playoffs and have a chance to make some noise. And going from there, they would be playing the Lions to start out, and I actually think they win that game. As I said, they're going to be healthy. They do really well in the postseason. Last, like, five times they've made it to the postseason, they made it to the conference championship. So I do think they'd be a little bit inexperienced Lions team whose uh, record was inflated, um, and I think they're able to get it done versus the Lions. Um, it'll be a close game, but I do think they come out on top. Then we have the Giants versus the Seahawks. Um, I really do think the Giants just get the benefit of having been in the better division um, this season and that that's going to give them an edge against the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are good. They could go further, but I think ultimately the Giants are going to beat them and move on. Then we have the Eagles versus the Saints. Um, This one's a hard one to pick because I really do think the Eagles are going to be good this year still, but the Saints, they kind of just have a little bit of luck going for them um and I think ultimately they're going to win this game um Eagles are still kind of going through that Super Bowl uh hangover um and I just don't think it's the right year for the Eagles I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back first round exit versus the Saints which would lead the 49ers to play the Cowboys um rematch of last season um this is where I'm going to sound kind kind of biased um but I do really think the Cowboys are going to be the best team in this conference this year so I do think the Cowboys beat the 49ers they get revenge for last year they finally beat Big Brother I hate to admit it that way but that is really the situation um and I think they move on then it would be the Giants versus the Saints again a close one um really if the Saints can beat the Eagles they should be able to beat the Giants but I do think the Saints just their luck runs out they aren't as good um as the Giants just because of the bad division they were in. And I do think the Giants take that one, which would leave another uh, heated division rivalry in the conference championship between the Cowboys and the Giants, Um, which again, sorry if my bias is showing here. I don't think it is because I do think they are going to be the best team um, objectively. I'm going to take the Cowboys against the Giants to go to the Super Bowl. Um, And trust me, after last season, like I have lost a lot of faith in the Cowboys, so I'm really not trying to be a homer here. I just think that the Cowboys should be the best team in the conference and should be able to go to a Super Bowl if this year, if not this year, then it is going to be a while until they're able to. Um, I think they get a decent matchup with the Giants. I think the Giants are going to be a little beat up um, after playing the Seahawks and the Saints, and I think the Cowboys get it done, which would leave the Cowboys versus the Bengals in the Super Bowl. This is going to be a great matchup, um, but I think... The Bengals get it done. Um, Cowboys aren't facing a lot of hard competition in the NFC. Bengals are more battle-tested. Unless they have just gotten a lot of injuries through that battle-testing, I think the Bengals should win. Um, And I really think that they deserve to win. They've been one of the top teams the past few years. They should have been able to get it done versus the Rams. They almost went to the Super Bowl again last year, only lost by three points to the Chiefs. And I think this is finally their year. They're finally going to win that first Super Bowl. Um, Joe Burrow is electric, and he wants to get it done this year, and I think the Cowboys are a perfect matchup for him to do that. So with that, that is my 2023 Super Bowl pick, the Cincinnati Bengals, subject to change um, with the draft. Um, When we do the post-draft coverage, I might make some changes to this. But for right now, this is kind of where I'm at, what I'm feeling for the season. 
Um, I hope you enjoyed. Um, you probably don't agree with a lot of what I'm saying, but that's how I view it. So thanks for joining in. We'll see you next week. This was the Off-Season Outlook Podcast with your host, Colton Cooper. Have a good one.